0: Today's episode is brought to you by Grinding Coffee Co., a black LGBTQ owned coffee business that donates a portion of every sale to charity. Coffee is imported from around the world and they pride themselves on great customer service for a small team. Use promo code PLP22 for 10% off your order.
1: Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlet. I am your host, Mike Jokum, Matt Frenchie, and McBridge. I, for, I forgot what order of people we were <laughs> just introduced. Are all here. We're talking IndyCar, some news. We're going to talk a Texas preview. I don't know if anybody has a non-racing racing question to start at all. Oh,
2: oh, yes. Oh. Not that I'm leading the episode, but I kind of am. But no, it's not even a non-racing question. It is just a forum for us for to get our feelings and frustrations out about a certain topic that came up this week and we're not trying to turn off our viewers however host mike are got trying to a turn them pixel on? this week and
1: yeah that was uncomfortable
2: he is, ru- is messed his messages are now green and it has ruined our group text forever it has uh um, to the point where i'm not even sure i want to text him anymore
1: I mean, you can always DM me on Twitter if it makes you feel feel happy. I don't personally. I just want to know
0: why you made this choice. Like, yeah, yeah. So we're,
2: we're not going go to go through the what. We're going to just skip straight to the why.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I wanted to?
0: No, that's not it. No. Why did you do that?
1: I didn't. I, I <laughs> it's, didn't not same it's not even a Samsung. It's a
0: <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> what?
1: I I can't. This is technically my show. So you can't, I can't leave. You could leave.
3: Oof. All right.
1: <laughs> Snark back
2: 2.0. That didn't answer the question though as to why, other than I wanted to. I don't know. I just,
1: I didn't, like, I don't have like an amazing reason. I just wanted something different.
2: Did you go on to Bing or something and look up reviews since Google was going to be biased as to why the Google Pixel was?
1: That's actually a pretty funny idea to be honest with you, but... Uh, no, I I did not do that.
2: Because if you Googled it, I'm sure it's like, oh, greatest phone ever. Love it.
3: You know, you know, Bing pays you to use it. Like, they literally, you can rack up points and you can turn them into gift cards. I have a friend who uses Bing exclusively to search because you can turn those points into gift cards. That's how desperate they are. For I'm going to yeah. say, I'm gonna start using Bing. Yeah. I'll take gift for
1: cards me. for Bing usage. I'm all about free money.
3: It takes a really long time, I think, to get the points to actually turn it into something wait 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 but yeah i just came up with a great idea
1: so you know how how many times people tweet things and you're like oh my god you could just google this instead of like looking it up what if you just send them like your bing affiliate link you could be a millionaire in like 12 years
2: all right i'll send you mine host
1: okay so So that way
2: when we do our next trivia night you can just look up all your answers on bing
1: (laughs) well done
3: I love how you Yeah, that I don't
1: well, are we surprised? <laughs> our so before we continue on, Matt, since it was our non-racing racing question last week, and we talked about concerts. You oh. went to your first concert last week. I'm just curious, what was it like as a first first timer? Okay. Uh, I know, yes, that's what she said. Go go ahead. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Just just I'm honestly just curious.
2: It was I I mean I think Dua Lipa is one of the most talented artists out there i don't think i've heard a song of hers that i don't like there's been a couple i'm like i don't need to like listen to that on repeat or add to my playlist but most of her songs i think are fantastic and yeah she's got a way about her she just seems like a really fun person and like i said super talented so it was my first time i went with my wife and it was okay i mean her songs are really cool but i think the experience as a whole i just didn't get a whole lot out of it i like listening to her songs and seeing her but I, the whole concert thing is just not for me. I don't like... There's a little too many people and I know it's like a thing to do at concerts, but anytime they're like, what up, Minneapolis? Ah! It's like, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't understand, but I get that's just because I'm not a fun person sometimes.
1: No, you are. You are. Don't don't put yourself oh, down like, like I that. also didn't
2: know that there was going to be pre-acts or whatever you call Opening them. Yeah, Opening acts.
0: Opening acts.
2: I don't know what you call them <laughs> fluffers i don't know what the fuck but it, just, it, <laughs> it was just like we the ticket said 7:30, so of course we're the type a people that showed up at 7:30, and it wasn't till like 9 20 that she hit the stage and we had no idea so we walked in I'm like oh it's not gonna be sold out tonight i was like oh i think everybody else is wait, on the same page but us. wait
0: is it also sammy's first concert
1: I like you you just said something
0: along the lines of like we didn't know that there would be openers and that she she, like like that's common knowledge that the main act will never start till after nine (laughs) like if the concert starts at seven you're not seeing who you paid for until nine o'clock now i know now
1: you
2: know
3: go to a smaller show next time i think i love like I don't know, you go to a smaller venue where it's maybe 100 people or something, and you can get right up close to the stage. I mean, usually the acts are not of the popularity level of a dual French, but if you like some smaller (laughs) bands. um, No, I I don't tend to go to French concerts. (laughs) (laughs) just like some guy playing an accordion. An
0: accordion? That's what you went with?
3: It seems like a French (laughs) thing to do.
2: Um, All right, well, we got actually a lot of IndyCar stuff to get to today. Let's start off with the biggest news that we got in the last uh, two weeks because I know you guys talked about Iowa last week and the engine delay slash chassis delay uh, as well as did you, you didn't work into your interview with Hunter McElroy that you are, you have like a crush on him. I was kind of disappointed.
0: I
1: do, but he knows I, we, we send each other uh, text messages about how much, uh, how much I want to snuggle with him.
2: Well, I hope he doesn't have an iPhone.
0: I was going to say, God, I hope he's not hoping to see you typing to him. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm so not yeah, going to biggest... not ever be bitter about this. I just hope you yeah, know this. It's really
2: like, stupid. It's, it's I'm, it's fair. I'm,
0: we I'm can't bad. have our group text names anymore. We, I was like, who the hell is texting me? Because I didn't know that it was you and Frenchie. Like, I'm just real angry about it. You just screwed been... up our whole thing. <laughs>
2: The only positive I got out of this is in your, if you're in a group text, you can do like the whole like his text message thing and then it pushes to everybody that it's a like a text. So then we can get those giant chains going of like, dislike, exclaimed, question, liked, liked, disliked, liked. like, like, dislike, like, like we can get that whole thing going.
0: So bad. <laughs>
2: I'm excited. I'm actually excited about that. So, yeah, the biggest news that come out of the last two weeks is that IndyCar and Mark Miles are allegedly talking to Milwaukee about a return possibly as soon as the next season.
0: That's the biggest news? That's what you went with?
2: Well, duh, because the word Milwaukee and IndyCar were mentioned in the same sentence.
0: Oh, I thought
1: Yeah, because, you know, everybody it. over the age of 65 blew up on Facebook when when that news came, came what out. What does Shannon
2: say? If everybody who <laughs> talked about going to Milwaukee went to Milwaukee, we'd sell it out six yeah. times over?
0: Yeah, literally. But they won't. That's the thing, right? Like, we'll put Milwaukee back on the schedule and they won't sell out because everybody who's like, oh, I would go to Milwaukee won't go to Milwaukee, which is the entire reason we don't have Milwaukee anyway.
1: I have nothing to add to I that. I got nothing oh. to add to that.
0: I'm not wrong.
1: <laughs> okay, let's just put it
2: okay, on a scale of one to, let's say, ten. Ten being sharpie than now. What are the odds it comes back next year?
3: Three. Four. I'm going to be positive and say seven. I was going to say somewhere
2: it. in the six range. So, let's go Frenchy. Um, uh, I mean, I would go.
0: Like, I really love Milwaukee. It's a great, it's a good race. It's a sh-
2: crappy. It's
3: got four wheels and an engine. Like so the you venues, can come back.
0: <laughs> the venue is not great. But isn't
3: it the oldest in the country? One of the oldest. It's
0: something. There's like a whole ass fair there, but it's like it feels <laughs> like it's like a demolition derby track. You know, have you ever been to like a like a county fair where like they have a track there though, where they half-ass race that's kind of like what the entire venue feels like
2: so if it comes back shannon will be there just F- I FII will IndyCar. make <laughs> it happen what do we think about speaking about the future apparently it has been determined that if indycar gets that third manufacturer it's going to be toyota despite the toyota chief in december saying no but apparently he was lying do we think that that's actually going to happen, or are we thinking there's maybe some st- strategery playing out here?
1: So, yeah. Are you referring to the Racer article from a few weeks ago? Probably. Yeah. So, I'm not super confident. Maybe by, I guess maybe delaying it a year might help, but I think kind of like we touched on the, when I, during the engine delay last year. I'm I'm not super confident in Toyota. Depending on who you talk to, it's either like, "Oh, it's a done deal." It's going to be one of their kind of you know, sub brands under Toyota, or no, it's not going to happen at all. So I'm not. Doesn't leave me like super confident.
3: When were they last oh, in five. IndyCar again? Okay, so they won the one championship with Dixon, and then that was their extent of their success, or.
2: Um... I think it was Demata 02 with Ford?
3: Yeah, with Newman Haas, I think it... Well, it might that have might have been, been
2: Toyota. Because I remember when Ganassi went to Toyota in 2000, everybody's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, Toyota was in the cellar yeah, right. from, like, 96 to 98, and then 99, they actually weren't half bad. Um,
3: yeah, but Montoya did not have a good season in 2000. And then
2: Honda wiped the floor with everybody in IndyCar in 05, and then... And 04. Um... Shannon, any thoughts? think it's going to happen.
0: I'm not, I'm not super confident in it. I know that everybody really wants it to happen. So they just keep talking about it in hopes that like, it's one of those things where like, if you continue to bug somebody so much, they say yes. I like
2: it. (laughs) Let's do our part and bug Toyota on Twitter.
0: Like, I just don't know that that's really what they want to do, but maybe if so many people just.
2: Yeah. So we'll keep our eyes on that, but I think that'd be obviously a phenomenal get because Toyota is one of the biggest manufacturers in the world. Uh, Let's get some driver's news here. So we'll, Hit two quick ones fast. Uh, J.R. Hildebrand is going to be on the ovals with A.J. Foyt Racing. Uh, Calderon will stick to the road courses on the season, so that means Hildebrand's in this weekend. And then Ed Carpenter has also added a third car to Ed Carpenter Racing for Ed Carpenter. So he will drive the number 33 car at the ovals this season. Um. Who do you think is more likely to do better between those two, since I think they're the only two oval-centric drivers this season?
1: Oval specialists.
2: Oval specialists. You're right. I apologize. <laughs>
0: aces. I saw somebody call them aces. Did you Oval see that? Aces,
1: yes. just... Oval aces. Can I just... Oval aces. I need
2: I... a bucket to yak in. Jesus.
1: Yeah, no. Definitely. Oval aces sounds like a, a bad minor league, like, Yeah. Seriously. Sports team. That
2: sounds like a demolition derby for... I'm not going to finish that sentence.
1: <laughs> i think jr hildebrand will be better than ed carpenter overall
2: ed carpenter of ed carpenter Hands down.
1: <laughs> is that
3: a bob vance vance refrigeration sort <laughs> of a throwback uh, there
2: shannon said jr what do you think french
3: i i don't want to agree with everyone but i really think it's hard to say ed just based on his recent stats so I'm gonna go with JR. I mean JR hasn't necessarily had the success in terms of numbers that Ed has had, but I think put them against each other and Jr still has more talent. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna go with Ed because I don't know what you guys are on about, but that's neither here nor there. I actually think I yeah, I actually think Kirkwood's gonna beat Hildebrand, but I don't know if that's a hot take.
4: No. I'm
2: mild hot take.
1: But But not like, not crazy.
2: Hildebrand will be better than Kellett if that makes anybody out there feel better. Not really. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think Ed, mm, you know, I just don't know. I think he's, I think he's due. I think, you know, given the the genetic makeup of him and how special he is with the specialistness of the
1: ovals. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're saying.
0: My only, my only question, not my only question. I mean, I got a lot of questions. But it's a new car. Like, this isn't the car he's used to driving on said ovals. This car hasn't even seen a track yet, has it? So, we don't really know that that's the case or that it's good or that they have a good engineering stuff on it, right? Like, this is a third
1: car. Yeah, yes, but could it be the car that ECR has run as their third Indy 500 car for the last handful of oh, years? Like his so... entry.
0: I mean, maybe, but yeah, maybe, but like. He always drove the twenty. I
2: thought you were talking about like a so he's ch- never driven about like the this new car. chassis. I'm like, what?
0: Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, what? Sorry. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the third entry. Yeah, the third entry has been what? Uh, indie only for quite a while.
1: A handful yeah. of years at least. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's never seen any other track. Okay, a. A. okay. And not ever driven. I... I...
1: I see where you're coming from now. Sorry. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, it's good. That's okay. I think it's a good I'm sorry. To...
0: I did it. Like, it was a lot happening in this spring. Okay.
2: <laughs> I think it's definitely good for the crew to kind of get up to speed before Indy, which is what they used to do at like Kansas way back when. They'd like, wow. Kansas would have like 20, Kansas. 28 entries. Can
0: we go back to Kansas instead of Milwaukee?
2: <laughs> How dare
3: you? You just said you'd go. I'd go to both. I will go.
0: We'll also go to Kansas.
3: Um, so... Do you want to know Ed Carpenter's most recent finishes nope, at Texas? Because no, because lighting
2: probably rattled them
3: all <laughs> off to us when he was drunk. All right, because they're not amazing. I mean, since his win in 2014, it's been, like, not even in well, the wasn't top he, ten. Was he
2: caught up in the riffraff last year in the second race?
3: I don't even remember. I don't I don't know. He finished,
2: he so. finished oh, so he 11th wasn't. last it. year so that was, no. that was my in the second race, race and 17th in the, in the first. Damn it, Ed. All right, well, he's going to make me look good, so it's all fine. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, and another piece of driver news. That, I don't know if necessarily huge in IndyCar, but a couple weeks ago, Kevin Magnussen was testing with Ganassi in IndyCar, and now he's driving for Haas in Formula 1, replacing Nikita Scumbag, which is probably the mm-hmm. biggest upgrade in the history <laughs> of racing, I might add. Yep. Uh, does that, do we think that kind of closes the door on Kevin Magnuson ever coming back to
3: IndyCar? Yep. Oh, we got an I consider that door
0: was open. Um,
3: he is 29 years old. He's Kevin like a year Magnuson older than 29? me. He's born in 92. I thought he was like 36. Yeah, He's, yes, he's got like so four. much time left.
0: Yeah. Good
3: lord. Okay, then he can do F1 for a long time. He's born in 92 and then come back to like like like, Ferrari or something. How
2: cool would that be? (laughs) He was like out of the sport and then he just goes to Ferrari. That'd be so dope. We shook his hand, Mike.
1: We did. He was, uh, he was one of the better interviews we did that weekend.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that's super cool for Magnuson formula one races this weekend. So we'll definitely give that a watch. Uh, If you want to come listen to me being cranky on the formula one episode, please feel free to listen to that tomorrow.
1: he is very very spicy
2: Uh, apparently the f1 uh episode has become less toxic since i left and then i brought it back so you brought it back to very levels enjoy your friday and peacock listened i guess nbc listened so they're going to do an uninterrupted as long as we want kind of post-race thing uh for texas this weekend on peacock so yay internet i think
0: are you sure it's as long as we want? I thought it said it was just thirty minutes.
2: Oh, I thought someone told me it was going to be as long as we wanted. Hold
0: please. For let me look, but I don't know that that's factual. But that is it. I'm not. I could be wrong. Hold on.
1: So while uh, while she's looking up that, do we want to discuss Colton Herda? Let's see. He was on the list
2: somewhere in here. Um, well, yeah, there's kind of a multifaceted faceted. So let's start with the let's just start with Andretti to Formula One first. So Michael Andretti apparently is making progress, and is the the support for the Andretti Global entry in Formula One with the FIA license apparently is starting to gain a bit of traction. So that's good news for that effort and for Michael Andretti. The Colton Herta update is that Colton Herta has been given a reserve role within McLaren to test for them uh, so that he can get up to speed a little bit quicker and work on his super license of note. It's not Pato award who has been given any sort of opportunity to test with the team because Pato allegedly is looking elsewhere for a seat next season and you'd have to think that if he is trying to leave McLaren, that it has to be Ganassi or more likely Team Penske that he is looking to step into. So we have a lot going on there. It's a lot of moving parts that has multiple effects in a lot of people. So where do you guys want to start with that?
0: Can I, Sorry, can I take a TV timeout real fast? Sorry, it does say the program to be streamed exclusively via Peacock after the twelve thirty to three PM race broadcast will run for an undetermined length of time, though IndyCar's website lists, lists thirty minutes. So,
2: that's so all. you were both right. My memory stopped. I just gave up and was like, <laughs> "All right, cool."
0: Sorry, my sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. But I just no, yeah. it's okay. We were going to go too far.
3: But we want a seven-hour post-race <laughs> show. So, Come on, Peacock. Like,
0: listen to me. We want post-race, and then it's like here's post-race. Like that's not good enough. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know. I'm I'm waiting for that to happen. Like only thirty minutes. Come on. That's Usually how that works.
0: Um, okay. Um, Pato, Colton, Mike, and I were talking about this earlier today. Um, I don't quite understand it, truthfully. Like I don't understand where Pato is going to go, or if he's just super unhappy with. The direction that mclaren's going at some point i don't know like i really thought that he was going to be there for the long haul until he went to f1 so to think that he's thinking about leaving that, which feels like his best bet to go to f1 now is he reconsidering f1 altogether I, somebody help me go ahead Frenchie. <laughs> michael which one <laughs> oh fair <laughs> the michael michael Michael!
2: That's me. Then you know who.
1: So, yeah, I, I was saying to, to Shannon, and this is something I've actually talked about with my dad over the last year or so, is McLaren strategy, not always up to par. They, they had a couple tracks last year towards the end where they were kind of slow and not on the pace of like Pelot and the other championship contenders. And we got to wondering maybe he's just, you know, you know, he's, he's in the prime of his career for the next four or five, six, you know, plus years, at least while he's still young. And if now's the time to jump to a, a, you know, Ganassi or Penske, maybe now's the perfect time. And if not, maybe he ends up at Andretti and Andretti F1 in, in the future. But I, my, my, gut feeling is that he's just frustrated at some of the kind of like silly mistakes or strategy decisions that haven't worked out in their favor. And from what I've been told, from what I've been told that uh, Pato, you know, saw the Colton offer and turned it down. So clearly there's a lot going on that he's kind of just, frustrated with and I'm, I'm not saying i'm like 100 right but it's that's just my gut feeling matthew i saw you had your hand raised and since i'm since i'm teaching here i will let matthew go first
2: so if you were pato would the strategy strategy mistakes and kind of like you know maybe a bad call here and there would that be enough for you to force your way out of mclaren be like i'm, done, I'm on the top three team but f it i'm out
1: yeah i want to win i want to win championships i want to be a more um, consistent contender
2: i mean the guy finished second in the championship last year. It's not like he was like eighth.
3: But the setup has been so difficult to drive, and even he says it. So I think he's probably unhappy with the. But it's like a work in progress. I mean, it's not team. like
2: they inherited the greatest team of all time. They're putting a lot of resources and effort into getting it to where it needs to be, and they did a lot of stuff in the offseason to like, add staff to get them to a place where they can con- contend with Pesky. So I don't feel like Rome was built in a day. I get that he wants to win now, but like, you know, it's not like he- they were terrible last year.
0: I almost feel like he was so close to winning last year that he thought he'd come in this year and be off the bat, you know, top contender, probably win St. Pete. And then when St. Pete went to shit, now he's like, okay, now I'm shitty about this because his car was garbage all weekend long. And so I really feel like I really feel like up until St. Pete, he was all McLaren all on board. And then when that did not go his way, it was like something switched. And he was like, yeah, get me out of here. I would
2: really hate for the first race of the season to really dictate his future proceedings. Cause I mean, last year at St. Pete, he finished 19th. I don't particularly remember if he got spun or something. I think it was one of those bad strategy calls that Mike alluded to, but you know, I, I fully expect mclaren to really be good at texas rosenquist was sneaky good at texas last year barring a couple of things that were out of his control and then you know obviously paddle won one of the races so i would really hate if saint pete did that i'm not i'm, I'm bet there was something that i'm not maybe... saying
0: it did i just feel like something's happened something's happened in the last yeah
3: four i agree. weeks
0: that <laughs> has made him nude be like... somewhere <laughs> He
3: posed, he posed nude. nude for Sports
0: Illustrated.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, he's got a blueprint of how to get kicked out of McLaren if he wants to. There's been, there's several.
0: Right. On that. All you gotta do is take your clothes off.
1: <laughs> I got. I got. I got nothing to add I, here.
0: But, okay but, that but also, ac- okay, but but also. Go ahead, Frenchie. <laughs>
3: Okay, I was going to say that I think it, this actually might suggest that his F1 intentions are still pretty serious because to be able to win the championship, maybe he feels he needs to go to another team and that was what would lead him to F1 to get those super license points. Or
2: what if uh what if a heard a award combo in F1? Oh, that'd be so great.
3: And oh, instant favorite team right Mike there. Harding
2: would be somewhere That's where I would... Mike Harding would be somewhere being like I did that.
0: that's what i think so if he's trying to get out of mclaren what if he's trying to take over let's say let's say devlin doesn't have a great year they've got a spot open for him pato goes there he's teammates with Herder for a year while andretti gets their f1 shit together and then they both go
2: so i think the one downfall you're playing now is that you said devlin's gonna have a bad year because i thought he was gonna be the best thing
0: ever no, I'm saying I said, what if? I said, what if? It's okay, or, or, I mean, Rossi's out. Right? Rossi's not going to stay there.
3: You said He's that, not, Shannon? Gonna... How'd you even speak those words?
0: Rossi's not going to stay at Andretti. He's going to go somewhere oh.
3: else. Oh, okay, okay.
0: So he can have. He's going to Floyd. So... a. <laughs> I think Frenchie wants smacked at Road America. I think this is, he's just, or Hickey wants he smacked at Road America. Like, he's just waiting. I was just like, damn, French, just I was gonna baiting say. baiting <laughs> called I'm sorry, Frenchie. Frenchie just called us strays. I was reading your name.
2: <laughs> Frenchie's catching strays over here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but seriously, we know that Rossi's not staying at the end of the year, right? Like, that's pretty fairly yes. common knowledge. Okay, so let's say Devlin stays. Great, whatever. He's... God <sighs> And Rossi's gone. Pato comes to Andretti. Colton and Pato drive together for a year, figure out how to be teammates, and then off to F1 they go.
3: That would be really awesome. I think the two of them as teammates in F1 kind of figuring it out together would be helpful for both of them. Yeah, I agree. And they have, you know, a good working relationship
1: already from their years racing together as andretti and delight so yeah
2: so that'll be something to keep our eyes on and uh, you know again we were completely wrong about the andretti to formula one thing a long time ago so we do apologize about that because mm-hmm. we are still getting that wrong. um yeah. <laughs> toronto has started allowing some public events to take place scheduled for the spring and summer the IndyCar race wasn't specifically mentioned, but that points to good signs of the IndyCar race to Toronto potentially happening this year. So we will keep our eyes on that for everybody. One thing we forgot to touch on slash did not have a chance to talk about yet uh, was uh, Will Buxton.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, jeez, Willie B. Telling you, when I come on the show, it's more toxic, so it's fun uh will puxton i feel like i need to pull up his tweet just so i make sure i'm not misquoting him
1: uh... I, I just feel like my stress level rising right now and that was like 10 to, two weeks ago that he posted it at this point and it still irritates me
2: Uh, I can't – I'll find the official, but basically he's along the line saying that he talked to a bunch of drivers at St. Petersburg, which he did attend, and said that a majority of the drivers that he talked to were not in favor of the aero screen being on the car and that they could do just fine with just the halo, at which point a couple of drivers – like Graham Rahal, Joseph Newgarden, I think Will Power, Tony Kanaan.
3: Tony Kanaan, and I know Sage Karam.
2: Sage Karam wasn't racing, but Sage Karam was like, "Huh?" Uh, Dalton
3: Kelly. Rossi said he didn't talk to him. Rossi. Hinch, if Hinch I think we can count Hinch.
2: We can count Hinch because he's raced with it. Uh, basically, it was like, "What the." F- so where where are you guys at? And I'm going to pull up his official tweet just so I can not misquote him directly. But where are you guys at with this whole Will Buxton controversy, Jenna Fryer telling him to piss off, things like that?
1: I think that was the best part is watching fellow drivers, IndyCar drivers and media like Jenna just be like, what are you talking about? Because clearly he did not talk to 15 drivers. I would put money on the fact that he did not talk to 15 of the 26 Drivers racing in St. Pete. Are there some who probably don't like it? Yeah, I'd I imagine there's at least a, a few that aren't a fan for whatever reason. But all in all, we've we've seen its safety come to you know save people a few times. I don't really know how to word that, but you know what I mean. And I, you know, it was a solution designed not for the DW12, so. When this new chassis does come out, I think it will be a lot, you know, first off, a lot more aesthetically pleasing, but also might have better cooling, et cetera, et cetera, and still be just as safe. And actually, I think the person who said it best, I forget if it was Twitter or on his TikTok, but Dalton Kellett had a really good explanation on the arrow screen debate. So
3: I think it was on TikTok. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, also, follow Dalton Kellett on TikTok because he posts a lot of really cool informational IndyCar content for Do not for make me start sharing Dalton
0: Kellett. It's happening. It's happening. It, it's happening. It's unfortunate, but it's happening. <laughs> um, I I truly think that every single driver is perfectly aware that the aero screen with this current chassis is not ideal, right? This chassis wasn't built to have an aero screen added to it. We all know it's too heavy. We all know it's hot. They also know something else is coming. So I find it very hard to believe that anyone in the paddock would go on record saying absolutely not. Let's nix it. Like I just, did they maybe say, yeah, you know, maybe a halo would have been better on this current chassis, but here we are. Maybe, right? Maybe just for cooling purposes alone. But I really find it hard to believe anybody's going to go on record and and say that.
2: Yeah, so I did have his official tweet here. He said he was responding to a tweet about the postponement of the engine uh, in IndyCar. He said, in the short term, almost every driver I spoke to wants the aeroskiing scrapped. They all said they preferred the Halo option because for all the benefits of the screen, the impact it's had on the car in terms of drivability and setup has been a huge negative I don't want to sit here and say that he was lying about the 15 drivers. I'm sure he did talk to 15 drivers. Now, whether those drivers were active drivers, whether they were maybe like a Dario Franchitti type or something, who was a driver they at not, one point. Or whether they, they iRacer, just I'm said
0: sure. the arrow screen makes the car heavier. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, is it possible that somebody, that somebody said... Uh, yeah, the arrow screen makes it super heavy that the Halo probably wouldn't have been that way. Is that possible? Absolutely. Is that them saying we should scrap the arrow screen? No. It's just him doing really bad reporting. Yeah.
2: I don't think... That's the key. I don't think he was, like, you know, lying. I think he may be just taking stuff out of context. Stretch the truth. Yeah.
3: Yeah, his language was way too aggressive or oh, very, like, strong language for probably, I mean, what we saw in terms of who he talked to. And when you're Will Buxton and have as many followers as the IndyCar series on Twitter, you can't, that's irresponsible to report things that way and make it sound like that and stir up controversy. If it isn't as strong or as solid as you make it out to be, which
0: is why you can't say drivers said that we want to scrap the arrow screen. You can't say that. You know, they didn't say that,
2: which is why I didn't like Will Buxton five years ago. I, this is all coming back to me now. That's why I didn't like him. And then I think it was host asked me like a month or two ago, like, "Do you like Will Buxton?" I'm like, "Yeah, he's come around. He hasn't done anything in a while to piss me off." And here we go, again.
1: So, yeah, that was that was me, Frenchie, and Cassie Johnston were talking about Will Buxton because I think when I, he was in, he was doing some F1 reporting, you know, on something before before the before the barcelona test maybe and and cassie was like oh why does everybody hate him he seems okay and then that came out and she was like oh now i get it so yeah yeah, it's i applaud everybody
3: who stood up to will from the media side and the driver side thank you very much okay from from what i hear he is a big indycar fan so it's odd that he would do something like this in terms of just kind of starting stuff basically because I really think he likes the series and likes the drivers, so I think he'll probably consider this more carefully in the way he tweets things in the future.
0: Better.
2: (laughs) This is the story of The One. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping, so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call click Granger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done
3: get ready race fans because the ultimate nascar experience is about to hit the airwaves welcome to pit Pass nascar the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of nascar racing join us each week as we bring you closer to the nascar action with
1: exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and
3: industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform, or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at hitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.
2: host <laughs> is going to angry tweet him. Yeah. All right. Well, time to get on to the best race of the season. To to quote one of my favorite movies, there's good tracks and there's bad tracks. And then there's 50 feet of sh, and then there's Texas.
3: Glad I'm going.
2: It's actually pretty fun in person. I'm not going to lie.
3: Like I've been. It, yeah, it, it was it's cool. It's
2: fast. It's really cool. Um, uh, I, I mean, we'll start with the uh, our favorite topic topic about Texas, which is PJ1. Uh, according to Racer, IndyCar is going to test different remedies going into the race. They're going to try and drag a steel mesh device over the areas of PJ1. They may try a chemical to wash it out, which is going to have the same effect as dragging that whatever you want to call it rug tire dragon yeah and well i think it's just like a a steel thing they're literally dragging on it's like give it abrasion or something
3: (laughs) i'm picturing a cheese grater like a giant cheese grater (laughs) and then the third one is that
2: they may have the cars run up onto that groove in a special practice period at reduced speeds to try and help put rubber into that groove uh they also might do a combination of all three And now, is that going to work?
0: Probably not at all. No. So, I was on a spaces with Connor. And he and I were talking about that third option. And uh, at this point, the concern is, one, who's supplying an extra set of tires for us. Because we're not going to use our allotted race tires. Two who's going to guarantee that you're going to pay for this chassis should somebody wreck, because we're all 27 cars on PJ one at Texas. So none of the team owners have signed off on that third option. So, um, I, it's, it's still possible, but I feel like there's a lot to be, uh, risked if they do that.
1: I feel like it hypothetically, and you know, I'm, you would have to start out at like 50 miles an hour and go like yeah. super slow. And maybe you build your way up to, I don't know, a hundred. I, you know, I'm not a
0: And like, do you T- just, just maybe send one car, two cars, three cars out at a time? You don't put all 27 down at once. Like that just feels, I mean, you know, we'll wrecked there just in testing because it's just not good.
2: Yeah, and then if you send like one or two cars out, one of them is going to be New Garden and that Snaky snake, Syndric is going to f- figure out some like fuel strategy number when he's out there doing this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> snaky snake.
2: The solution, the, the, the problem has no solution. The solution is repave. And Texas has already said they're not going to do that. So I think the other solution is uh, let's just call it the last year of Texas and go about our day. <laughs> Milwaukee's yeah, solution, Milwaukee, apparently. Kentucky, Kansas, Fontana, Cleveland, it's, it's just getting just get out of Texas. This, Unless they repave, this has to be the final year of Texas. Wash your hands. Call it a day. Like this track is horse shit. It doesn't produce good races. It hasn't produced a good race in I don't know how long, five years, whenever they botched it. So they just need to call it a day, do this last one. Hope we get out with everybody safe and call it a day. But that's just my opinion.
0: It sucks because Texas used to be so fun. Yeah. and It used to be my favorite race.
3: It's going to be like a Milwaukee good and old days kind of thing, but. Hasn't it been on the schedule since like 1997? Yes.
2: And it like used it's to been host one of the longest. It used to host two races a season too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't see it going off the schedule, but I guess maybe it could if the new ownership doesn't try to keep it. Well, yeah. Going. And it's the I final think...
2: year of its deal too. Uh
1: huh. So. Yeah, it's
3: gone.
0: Well, it's and gone. if they don't do oh, anything really think with so? the track, it, it, if they're not going to do anything with the track, if they did something with the track, I think it would stay.
2: Yeah, if okay. they
0: are refusing to do anything with the track, it doesn't make sense for us to spend the money to go to a track that is not beneficial for us to race on.
3: Yeah. yeah. You got to compromise. Yeah. Yep, I think compromise. the
2: pros yeah. and cons, so at, we're talking post repave. The pros and cons of going to Texas was the pros. Eddie Gossage was a good promoter and it, Financially worked for IndyCar. The cons was everything else. The racing sucked. (laughs) The attendance wasn't good. It usually wasn't a night race. It lost its kind of lure. I mean, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: there's not one discernible positive thing to take out of Texas other than a financial thing. But I think at a certain point, you can't sacrifice the product just to make an extra dollar. So I really think...
0: And nobody's making an extra dollar at that point because everybody's crashing. Yeah, so... So it's just costing our teams
2: Milwaukee. a significant
0: amount of money. Woo. Kansas! Woo.
2: <laughs> um, so that was one Texas item. There was a test not too long ago at Texas with limited drivers there, and Scott McLaughlin was the quickest. For those who forgot, because St. Pete was like 74 days ago, Scott McLaughlin does come into <laughs> the, the race with championship lead over Palo. But I'm going to go ahead and assume that the top 10 after this weekend is going to be probably pretty shaken up. There will be a lot of moving and shaking throughout the field. So is there – well, I guess Frenchie and Host are going this weekend. Uh, Host, have you ever been there?
1: No, this is my first time to Texas Motor Speedway.
3: What? I've been there.
2: And I know you guys are (laughs) staying. It was the uh, Hilton downtown, if anybody needs to find you or get into your room, right?
1: No, thankfully. I don't really know where we're staying, to be totally honest with you. That's
3: Frenchy handled accommodations this weekend, so you can... can Oh, it was
2: the uh, Doubletree.
3: Whatever the nicest hotel is downtown, that's where we're going to be. Yes, just be really friendly with the doorman when you get
2: there. I did tell tell Frenchy last night that you guys do need to go check out Deep Ellum in Dallas. Uh, My buddy and I and Sammy went there when we visited last year. Uh, It's kind of like a district... they're just outside downtown dallas but it's within walking distance good time uh other than that um media center's pretty cool it's in a suite overlooking the track so that's cool um track food's all right i think their loaded brisket fries were the best
3: i'm really glad it's not in june because when i went i think it was 2019 and even at nighttime in june my girlfriend and i were just like drenched in sweat it was yeah, the weather awful. actually looks pretty good this yes weekend, weather especially in the
2: rain so we won't get a four-month race
3: yeah predictions
2: uh yeah i think i mean is there anything else we gotta get to before we get to predictions i don't
1: think so all right oh, i have one one i have one quick question sorry so jimmy johnson makes his indycar oval debut this weekend what is a like what's a what's a result this weekend that you would say is a success for Jimmy Johnson? Is it top ten, top fifteen? You know, what what does a good result look like for him? Well,
2: this is one of his five chances to win, so we got to pull, got to cross our fingers.
0: Hey, but he's won a lot at Texas, right? This isn't a track that he's never driven on. Correct. Right. Correct. I'd say for him to be successful, he needs to be in the top twelve.
2: I'd say, what do we got? 26 cars?
0: Seven.
1: 27, 27.
2: with Edge. How many do we have? Oh, did we have 26 last week? Or whatever, 74
0: yeah. days ago? Seven cars at Texas Woo! is going to be a matter of Okay, I would
2: say itself. top 17 would probably be good enough.
3: I think if he's in the top 20, it's a success, honestly, given the way he's been going recently. It's just going to be slow, steady progress. I think
2: you. Can... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, host. <laughs> I know you're about to say, like, top 10.
3: I, no, I
1: was I was going to say top 15. Thank okay. you. Top 5? What?
2: Top 5. Top, top, oh, top 5 or get out, loser. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I mean, it'll be nice to see what he does. And he's got really good feedback and teammates coming his way. So uh, we'll keep our eyes on that, the oval debut of Jimmy Johnson. I sort
0: of hope he does really well, just so people will stop being such haters. Not that they will be. It's not a
2: hate. Okay, there's like con- contention to people who are on Twitter who are like, get out of the series. This guy sucks. Why is he so bad? And there's like a contention to like, mm, I think top 15, top 20 might be where he's at. And I don't think that's necessarily hating. Or we could just call for No, to hate I don't it. mean
0: that's the hating. I just mean the people who are like, oh, Jimmy Johnson's out here doing. And it's just like, man. Or the ones who are like, oh, but Jimmy Johnson has a ride and there's all these dirt racers that could be doing this. And I'm like,
2: shut
3: up. God's sakes. I saw a motorsport.com uh, article the other day that was actually pretty interesting where Al Unser Jr. was quoted as saying, it's only a matter of time before Johnson starts to achieve top fives in NASCAR. Or not in NASCAR, in IndyCar, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, because that he's going to have like a light switch moment is what he says. That he's a super talented driver, and he's proving how tough it is out there, and he's with one of the best teams, so it's just bound to happen eventually. Yeah,
2: I'm not sure it works like that, Al, unfortunately.
3: Yeah,
1: mm, I don't know. Fair enough. Predictions? (laughs) What?
2: Hang on a second. That's not an opinion. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Fair enough. Okay. Has Mike said,
0: has Host said anything this episode? I feel like he's just sitting over there.
1: I've just said plenty, but I'm also sitting badge and judging when you guys ramble on for a while. I, I don't know. I don't agree with Al. I don't really have too much to add to it, but I, it, maybe top 10, maybe he'll get a top 10 this year on an oval, but I don't think multiple top fives is a thing that's coming.
0: That would mean he'd have to be in the top five for every oval and that don't. That that seems.
3: Question. Why is
0: Hickey
2: laughing? What did I miss? Uh, you, just, you just roasted host. This is such an asshole way. Me? He's like, have you said anything this last hour, sir? It's like, oh, that man has a family.
0: I just mean because I feel like I haven't heard him say anything. i wasn't trying to roast host.
1: Him. Lay
2: us with your hottest hot take right now. Go.
1: We're not even drunk.
0: His voice.
1: No, no, no hot takes. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna ignore comments like that, and we're going to continue on.
0: I wasn't saying anything. Whatever.
2: All right. Well, who's going to win this weekend, y'all? I feel like you have to get y'all into your. You gotta get y'all into your vocabularies.
1: Ugh! Yeehaw.
2: Roman <laughs> <laughs> No, what? no, I'm not... T- like, did you- <laughs> Let me angry type. That's a hot
1: take. Here.
3: All
2: right, he's in there. Grash- <laughs>
3: Why are you typing like I just <laughs> think that's... So <laughs> he's
2: so He's my first out prediction. I'm just going to go ahead and type that in there. Uh, all right, uh, Frenchie, are you picking Grish Jans too, or who are you picking?
3: To win? Yeah. No, I'm, I don't think... Grosjean's gonna win. I think he might do well, but I'm gonna pick Graham Rahal to win.
2: Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Host.
3: Let's go with Alex Palou.
2: Nice. And
0: I. I feel so bad. I always forget about Alex. <laughs> like.
2: Why would you say that out loud?
0: <laughs> like, in my takes.
2: Uh, I'm gonna say Pato. Nice. Who is your? Oh, I'm gonna go first. Darko's top ten because I'm a Snake. I'm going to say Rosenquist is my Dark Horse top 10.
1: That's that's Kirkwood. a good one.
2: Kirkwood. I heard of Kirkwood. That was me. Host.
1: Hmm. J.R. Hildebrand.
2: You could have said Ed.
1: I could have, but I won't. And
2: She's leaving that to you.
1: LaFrance.
3: Um is simon a dark horse top 10
2: because he's with meyer oh, he shank now pretty good there last year
3: all right then i will say well i guess so did rosenquist connor does connor count is it a dark horse top ten? yeah i mean it's his first non-indy
2: 500 oval for red so
3: yeah i think he's gonna do well
2: uh most struggle host
3: let's go with willpower
2: uh french
3: I think that Christian Lundgaard is going to have a difficult time in on his first oval.
0: Sheenan. I was, I was going to go with Lot.
3: I was waiting for Hickey to say rent
1: free after he said Lundgaard.
2: No, because I think Frenchie likes him. <laughs> That's just you and I. <laughs> uh, who do I think is going to struggle
0: We're only giving him space. I think...
2: I don't know. I think Newgarden might have a tough day. First out, I had Grojean. Host.
1: If I'm going to pick somebody different than my struggle pick, I will say God, I don't know.
3: Graham Rahal. Sato. Frenchie? I think Elio's first out. I forgot he was even racing. <laughs> see,
0: how can he say that? And I can't say those things about Alex.
3: Because <laughs> his his hatred of Elio is well documented.
0: That's fair. That's you don't
3: fair. hate Alex. You just forgot about him. First no,
0: first. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't hate Alex. Not even a little bit. I just forget it. That would it. be
3: so
1: sad.
2: Uh, let's see. I
0: don't. He's unhateable. I don't.
2: And then finally. He's
0: unhateable. Like, you cannot not like him.
2: Best rookie Shannon,
3: you can say Kirkwood again if you want.
0: I can. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kirkwood again. Uh Frenchie.
3: I think Malukas is gonna do well. I think he's ready to bounce back from I'll last back. week. Host Shannon's forgetting about everybody. <laughs> or who's, whatever. A few
1: who's weeks not, ago. Yeah. Shannon, I need
3: a list, I think.
1: <laughs> I think what we're seeing here is everybody who's like a friend of the show, Shannon is forgetting about tonight.
2: <laughs> but then there's Ed Carpenter's like it's I
0: think yeah well it's mostly because like i really want them to do well and so i feel like if we add them into our predictions it all goes to shit no matter what so if i just don't talk about it which if you've noticed i haven't talked about someone else for the race either i'm playing a different strategy this week
1: (laughs) okay i will take Di francesco
2: and
0: i am taking
1: four
2: wheels and an engine
1: I had to do a pause like who? Yes, yes, yes,
2: yes. <laughs> and I think yes. as long as you guys don't pick <laughs> him, I might pick him every single week for the rest of the season.
1: So he's rent-free in your head.
2: he's not like a he's good gonna way. going to become best friends. I yeah, know, in like a good way. I kind of like love the guys, so.
1: Yeah, well, still rent-free.
2: That's positive rent. I'll take that. I'll take that ownership. <laughs>
1: You know what else is rent free in our heads uh, is Evergreen Podcast Network
2: hey. because they are
1: so lovely. <laughs> I, thought That's a about, I thought you about to say something terrible. segue. I thought you
2: were about to say something about Cody.
1: Now, Co- Cody, uh, Cody, when he listens tomorrow, will understand why Hickey just brought that up. He gets dumped on for a solid like four minutes towards the end <laughs> of our F one episode. So, sorry in advance, Cody. I'm not actually sorry. So, everybody, enjoy as much as you can Texas weekend. If you're there, come say hi to Frenchy. Fran- Frenchie. Uh, I'm trying. I'm cautiously optimistic right now. Say hi to Frenchie and I if you're there, or let us know where we should eat or drink or whatever when we're not. You, on the track. you gotta have
2: some ranch water. That sounds hurt. Oh God,
0: what? What? <laughs> it's not like you ranch. About this yesterday, it sounds. It's good. not
2: like ranch dressing and water. What is it? <laughs> it it Frenchie knows better than me. I think.
3: Yeah, I looked it up because. When you said that, it sounds disgusting. Yes. Um, because I was picturing like dirty water that yes. came from a ranch. Yep. But oh, I it's got
2: alcohol in it. Don't
0: worry. Didn't.
3: Yeah, it didn't even just. Dis- it is a, a Texas-style tequila highball drink made with lime, tequila, and Topo Chico. Oh, I'm sponsor in. Pato. I'm in. I'm in. 100%. Yeah, so take your take oh, your, okay, your, all right, your all right.
2: prejudgments away and try it.
1: I thought it was like a horse walk through some water and you like just <laughs> yeah. pick up that water and take a drink of it.
0: Thought it was. Dressing. What do you guys think of the state of Texas? Like, do you think they're just like You don't want to know what I think of the state of Texas? Mm-mm. It's not mm, We'll save that maybe for, for a members only
1: episode. <laughs>
2: members only have listened to what Shannon thinks about the state
1: of Texas. In five years.
3: <laughs> Shannon thought it was Hidden Valley Ranch Water. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I think I've been watching too much Yellowstone recently
2: Oh I, I just immediately finished Yellowstone went, yeah.
1: Didn't
0: even occur to me about like a cattle yeah. ranch not, not even Go a to the King bit. Ranch in the four sixes
3: and get some ranch water yeah. I also thought it might be like Some kind of moonshine Like oh it's the water that like the <laughs> yeah. ranch hands Make ranch water
0: <laughs> Is that like What's that stuff that they make in jail What's
3: that called <laughs> Toilet wine <laughs> Why did we bring up toilet wine?
1: Well, wh- <laughs> I.
2: Fringe has killed Shannon.
1: Shannon uh, will no longer be part of the show because she is slowly deceased from laughing.
3: Anyway,
0: oh Fringe, oh, it's, also- it's also
3: called Pruno apparently. <laughs> Bruno or prison wine.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Man. Oh,
1: no.
2: This oh, is a boy. racing podcast.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. You're well, everybody. Yeah, well, and not right now. It's fun. I don't know. I don't. Everybody have a lovely weekend of racing.
0: Bye. <laughs>